Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the uh, the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the uh, PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the uh, uh, the captain. I could go on and on all day, all week, all month, all year, but. I won't, you know, I won't do that to you guys, but, um, man, I got to start off by saying we're, we're live on, uh, on the gram here for the first 10 minutes of the welcome to the potty podcast. And, um, I got a little bit excited, uh, on the weekend's episode and, uh, I fucked up, man. I fucked up big time. And when I was sending the episode to, uh, triple M money maker, Mitch, um, big Mitchie. Um, Michigan man, Michelin man, Mitchy, uh, Mitchy, Mitchy Creek water. I, uh, yup. I, uh, I accidentally saved over the fucking audio file. So the 10 minutes of just straight heat that I was giving you guys live on the, uh, welcome to the potty Instagram is the only, the only taste that you got of welcome to the potty on the weekend. Um, so that was my fault, but, um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we never miss episodes. And so that's going to count as the episode was me going live on the weekend for 10 minutes. Cause, um, we don't miss episodes here at the welcome to the potty podcast, but that was my fault. Uh, big apologies, big apologies. Um, that was a huge fuck up, um, pretty retarded move by the boss man, but, um, that's cool. Um, I don't think I'm going to go through what I talked about on the weekend, uh, just because I don't want to sound like I'm regurgitating the same old shit. So, um, what we'll talk about is, uh, my birthday. Um, I had a birthday last week. It doesn't count as my birthday anymore. Cause, um, it's been like five days or something. Uh, so I'm now 29 years old and five days. And, uh, on, on the day of my birthday, we went out for dinner to, uh, wild cowboys or whatever it's called. Golden boy, golden boy. So that was cool. Good fucking feed there, man. Um, uh, champagne waiting at the table because Rachel's friend actually, is um what's going on on this live shit um no dramas no dramas it's all good it's all good sometimes i get concerned now that i have already fucked up once that i'm gonna fuck up um maybe every time that i go live um uh yeah so rachel's friend actually owns golden boy the restaurant the best restaurant in adelaide uh in my opinion who should probably be a sponsor of the Welcome to the Potty podcast because I uh, I rate it so highly. Um, so we went there, champagne just fucking popping and all that shit. That was that was dope. Uh, so we ate there. Uh, then Saturday. Now this is where it all got busy. Was 
I had my annual uh, birthday pub crawl, but I also sometimes do a do another annual pub crawl. So it's like two annual pub crawls. So it's like almost um, six monthly. Uh, but at that pub crawl, man, I got to tell you, she got like probably, probably some of the, uh, it was probably the smallest one in terms of, uh, attendance that I've had. So, um, no one cares when you turn 29, basically is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but also, um, it was probably the weirdest. It got pretty weird, man. Like I know, uh, midway through the night, like it started pretty early. It, we started at like 12, no one, we started at one, but early evening, what happened was one of the guys, and I'm not going to name names here, but one of the guys, I mean, he did, and this isn't a knock on nobody, but he did dance with somebody that from, from the untrained eye, which my eye maybe is, but it looked like it was a, um, somebody of, transgendered descent you know like someone of that transgendered origin and he looked like he was dancing with a dude that was maybe dressed like a girl and maybe was in the middle of a trans transition i don't know i don't know but this is this is the type of shit that we experience when we um we go on the pub crawl so that was fucking hilarious and then he uh he decided to tell us um in the group chat yesterday i said something about it and he said that didn't happen and it for sure happened, bro. Like that's guaranteed because I saw it with my own eyes. And then I actually, I actually remember saying to my other friends, are you motherfuckers actually witnessing what I'm witnessing right now? No offense to, um, the transgender community. That shit was fucking wild, bro. Um, and then later in the night, um, one of the other dudes fell down the fucking stairs, bro. Almost broke his fucking wrist or some shit. And he's in my social team. So you, if you know who's in my social team, it's like one of six dudes to choose from who fell down the stairs. It wasn't me though. That's a guarantee. Cause I, but here's the thing is I've actually, he didn't even play social last night, first of all. Um, so that's fucked up. Number two is, uh, I actually, I don't remember if I told this story on the welcome to the potty podcast, but me and roommate Dan, not to be confused with housemate Dan. Um, we actually saw a girl fall down the stairs once and that was in Adelaide and that shit was the most funny thing I've ever seen. And you know how you're supposed to not laugh at shit ever? Um, and, but then you know, like the inside of you is not laughing. I mean, is laughing, but the outside of you isn't. I, I went down, it was this girl was going down the stairs first and I was going down second. And then roommate Dan was third. She flipped and she tumbled. It was like a, uh, a family guy kind of fall. She's tumbling down this steep as fuck staircase, bruh. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like looking at Dan like, fuck, is this, is this as funny as I think? And Dan's like, he's like trying to tell me, don't fucking laugh at this shit. And I bent over, no Bruno. And I picked up like, I picked up her fucking, I got to try not to let you guys see the numbers on this shit, but it's a, it's a card, right? I picked up her card to like hand it to her and, um, oh, what do we got here? How do I like my podcast with Dave Slots? Um, my podcast with Dave Slots was actually fucking awesome, man. He was so easy to talk to, um, so much fun and, uh, He's a real interesting dude. A lot of charisma out of that dude. But also, um, 
I went on his stream and that was, that was super fun too. That was super fun too. Uh, it was pretty nerve wracking losing his money. I only lost like a couple hundred bucks though. Um, but, um, he was on, he was on a losing streak anyway, so I didn't feel as bad, but I, I still felt bad, you know, but that was, that was fucking fun too. Um, I hope to, I hope to be back on his stream. Um, so, uh, we've been, we've been in talks about getting back on the streaming, actually getting him back on the potty as well. Um, but yeah, so I picked this girl's credit card up and handed it back to her and we started, uh, we got, we got the fuck out of the door and me and roommate Dan, we're fucking cracking up, bro. Um, and that's a story about a, a bitch falling down some stairs. Um, there was something else, man, that I wanted to talk about, but I forgot what it was because I'm trying not to talk about all the shit that I talked about on, uh, on Saturday. But I, um, I remember, I remember when... I first heard the word lesbian, bro. Uh, and I was just a child. I was just a little boy, man. And some, and some kid, he didn't even know how to pronounce it yet. And he called me a lesbian. And I thought it was some type of uh, food. Uh, but it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't that. It was a lesbian. And I went up to his mom, bro. Because I was like, if you don't tell me what a lesbian is, bro, I'm going to ask your fucking mom. And she's probably going to get mad at you if she knows what it is. And I went up to his mom and her name was Meredith. And she was, she was probably the tallest mom that I'd ever seen. And, um, she had curly hair and all this wild shit. And that was, their family was mad weird though. And I actually asked her what, um, what a lesbian was. And she fucking went off at this kid, bro. His name was Max. Um, she went off at him. And that was the first time I ever heard of a lesbian, bro. And, uh, that's 10 minutes live. So I'm, I'm getting off Insta live. You know where to find us. Welcome to the potty, um, on everything, bro. Now that's the live stream over. Um, so let me get back to, yeah, that was the first time that I ever heard of a lesbian and I thought it was some kind of, uh, legume, bro. Some type of food, man. Like they, like some type of edible arrangement. You understand? So uh, then that, that was back in the day when lesbians wasn't really allowed to be lesbians, you know? And, um, uh, we sometimes, we sometimes think that, uh, people, people look like guys, like ladies look like guys maybe, or, or guys even look like girls, like a little bit feminine and like scared to, uh, scared to muscle up and all that shit, you know? But, um, it's not always like that. Sometimes, Sometimes, uh, people, people used to be gay and were too afraid to admit it. And sometimes that's still the case today, but it's much more acceptable today, like in today's society. But it's like so crazy that sometimes we used to have teachers that was lesbians. Um, and we didn't even know because they would never say it. And maybe they would say things like, oh, it's so hard to like, it's so hard to find a man. And it's like, that's cause you're not even looking for a man though. You're actually looking for a lady. But you don't even know that yet. Well, maybe that maybe you do, but you're not allowed to um, really talk about it in the '90s. Um, so, so now when you're allowed to be a lesbian is is funny because sometimes people just are trying things out when they maybe don't feel a certain way. 
because, but it used to be the opposite way was you used to feel like a lesbian but you used to hook up with dudes because that's what you thought you were supposed to do but now sometimes you just you're just straight but you're just like either I need to get some attention for Instagram and hook up with some chicks or I need to um, I just need to be splorin like gross motif you know you just need to be splorin your whole sexuality situation and um, I guess there's a story what happened when I was in college which is mad funny about um, uh, straight people and lesbians are both involved in this story. So, um, I try, I mean, you, you, I don't want to name names here. Like I named Max and his mother Meredith, but, um, and I'm not even sure if his mum's name was Meredith, but I'm pretty sure, probably like 89% sure about that. Um, but you can find out probably, you can guess probably who's in this story. Maybe if you, uh, if you, like have the resources like the internet and um other things but uh i had a teammate that was dating this girl that was straight because my teammate was a guy and he was dating a girl and they were both straight at the time um and this girl was straight and she was infatuated like fully into this dude on my team um and she probably wasn't the first one i know a few girls that were into this dude very much and probably still are. And she probably still is to this day. Because she's not a lesbian. Even though she was for a minute. And we're going to find out what happened in one second. So what happened was. Um, this other girl. Who who must have been. Uh, pretty persuasive bro. And sometimes. Sometimes I can get persuaded into shit. Like sometimes I'll say like. Nah I'm not drinking tonight. And then my friends will be like. Come on. And I'll like. I'll just be like. Oh. My arms twisted, you know, and I'll be out there like fucking tipsy, bro. Like tip top, uh, tip top bakery, you know, tip city, bro. No Bruno though. So I'll just be, um, I'll be out there with my friends and all that, um, because of that persuasion. And this is what happened to this girl was she got persuaded by another girl to maybe enter the bedroom and, uh, start getting real jiggy. So, you know how... I've probably talked about on this podcast how I've been cheated on uh, one trillion times. And that's fine because sometimes I've cheated on people. You know, I've cheated on maybe two girls probably. And maybe more. And maybe less. Um, And um, where was I? Um, Yeah, so usually you get upset when you get cheated on by your girlfriend when it's with another guy. But this story involves um, this happening with another girl. And so what happened was one night, um, my friend, he's getting fucking so mad, bro. And I'm like, what's good, bro? And he's, uh, you know, he's just found out that there's a little bit of a lesbianist situation, bro. You know? Uh, and, and I'm just like, what? Cause I don't know any of this information like this is, and he's telling me that his girl, but they weren't official, but they may as well have been official. He's telling me that his girl is full on lesing out with this other girl. Right. And I'm like, shit, bro. I wasn't really expecting all this information at once. Maybe I probably needed a, a diluted version of, of this whole information. And he's like fucking freaking out. Right. I'm like, what's happening? And he's like, um, girl number two started talking to girl number one and now girl number one's in there with girl number two. And I thought I could like, you know, kind of sneak in there, but I'm being excluded from the situation. So he thought he was going to get into a threesome. He thought, 
he had hit what's known as the sexual jackpot, that menage a trois, boy. And um, what would what was actually happening instead of him being included in the menage was it was just like a couple of uh, it was just a deuce. You know, it was just two ladies in there lezzing out. And um, he came out <laughs> and he started crying and shit. And he got so mad and we were outdoors, right? And he's just, and it was, it was dark. It was late at night. So like people was in bed and shit. And we're, um, we're, uh, he's like looking around for something to uh, like get mad at, right? Like he wants to kick something or punch something that's an inanimate object, right? So he, so he doesn't want to hurt nobody, but he wants to maybe hurt a thing, you know? <laughs> and he's like crying and shit. And he tries to pull this plant out of the ground, but this plant must have been like uh, like a teenager, bro, because it, it had some long limbs on it. It had some roots, bro. And it was firmly planted in the ground. It was like maybe touching... It might have been touching Hades, bro. It might have been touching, um, you know the gates of hell, bro. Like it was deep in the earth. So he tries to pull this little tree out of the ground and all he does is slide his arms up the trunk of this shit and leaves are just gently hitting the ground. Cause you know how light leaves are and how gently they hit the ground. So he's, his, his whole situation looked so fucked up and I couldn't help but just be dying, bro dying. I couldn't, I can't remember right now if I was dying on the inside or the outside, but I was dying, bro. That shit was mad funny and he knows who he is and they know who they is, bro. And I can't help but imagine that this girl that did all the persuasions uh, was either doing some type of witchcraft or she was very good at sales, bro. And she's got the silver tongue. And I mean that in two ways is that she's uh, she's that lesbianist. So she's probably, um, she's probably going down and really knowing what to do, especially if she used to be straight. So she's, you know, she's had that straight tongue and that, um, that lesbian tongue and she's had the experience and then she gives the experience. So she probably was like, that's why it was so easy for her to make the other girl les out was that she had that silver tongue, bro. And she knew how to sell a dream, bro. You know, she was selling her a dream and then she went down on her something chronic and maybe even brought that, brought that strap daddy, you know, brought that championship belt, you know? That that heavyweight title, and she strapped it around her waist, waist, bro, and gave her that um, gave her fifteen rounds, you know, gave her that bout, <laughs> and I think that she just and and I know that she's got the silver tongue, bro, and you know how I know, because I'm still friends with her on Facebook, and she's doing that that pyramid scheme shit, she's scheming, bro, she's doing that um, what do they call it? multi-level marketing, bro. That's what she's doing. And, um, the problem with that is, is that it's still a pyramid. If you haven't seen the office, then you don't know what I'm talking about, but that shit's still a pyramid. It means that there's one here and then there's two there, but then there's five here and then there's eight there and it goes top down and it's a pyramid, bro. And that's what she does. It's like that herbal life or like skinny shakes or like, um, uh, some shit like that. She sells that shit and she just does stories online all the time. And so she's got that silver tongue because she's like making bread by just just selling a dream, bro. It's just a dream because it's not sustainable to just be on the shakes all the time. You can ask my friend Moose about that. And I don't even know how he got the nickname Moose because maybe because his surname ends with O-S-E and his first name starts with M. 
and now it should say Mose, but it's actually, we call him Moose. Um, I don't, but he knows all about how shake diets are not sustainable. But then this, the silver tongue lady, she's out there just making money off of, um, probably just selling people a dream, bro. And that's, yeah, bro. And that's, that's what a true salesperson can do is, um, turn a straight girl into a lesbian at the drop of a dime, bro. And if you drop that dime, she might pick it up and buy herself a shake with it. And that's, uh, and that's multi-level marketing. Um, <laughs> yo, it's, it's the, it's the happy hump day episode of welcome to the party this week. And, um, I had to, I had to update my software before I, I started this episode and I've been ignoring the notification for weeks and I do it on my phone and I do it on my computer all the time as well. And I was sitting here and I'm wondering, do any of you guys ever update on the first, um, the first notification you get that you need to update? And if so, do you think that we can trust you for that? Cause I don't think I've ever met anybody that just be updating every fucking first notification that they get about an update, bro. And it's mad annoying because it just took like 45 minutes to update my computer. And it's cold as fuck in here, bro. I got, I got uh, goosebumps, man. And my biceps is shrunk because I haven't gone to the, um, the gym for a full probably, I'd say nine days. Man, my knee hurts so bad because we had our second game of social last night. We got penalized 10 points at halftime for uh, not having a scorer come along. So we had to really dig deep and we still won, bruh. We still won. And is it fair to have an ex-pro on a social team? I think so. When his knee feels the way my, my knee feels, yeah, you're allowed it. And they, um, they do medicals, I'm pretty sure, in social um, basketball circles uh, to make sure that your knee actually does feel like this before you play as an ex-pro. So I'm allowed to play because my knee's fucked. Um... Uh, one of the guys couldn't play, obviously, because he fell down the fucking stairs. He thinks his wrist hurt and all that. Um, he should have come and score. His wrist wasn't so sore, he couldn't press a fucking button, so he's a dog for that. Um, he's a dog, bro, for that, don't you think? Like, if I'm, if I'm sick or, like, hurt or, like, tired or whatever, and I don't want to play... Like, first of all, I'm, I'm probably going to be responsible for arranging a uh, substitute player, right? And I'm also going to come and score so you cats don't get 10 points taken off of you at the end of the game, bro. At halftime, bro. So we were, we were down one at halftime. And then we were down 11 because of the penalty. And then uh, we came back and we ended up still winning by six or something. So we really won by like 36. Now, is that... Quick math, yes. Is it accurate math? No. Um, that was just Lavelle texting me asking if I'm going to the gym tomorrow, which I, I mean, to be honest, I don't really want to, but I should. So I might, I might text him back after this and say yes. Um, shit. <clears throat> Sorry, I still got a bit of phlegm from my cold that I had last week. Um, did you guys see this shit about Artie Lang? Artie Lang got fucking, uh, arrested for violating his probation. 
um, whatever that means. I don't know what he how he violated it, but he got a mug shot right straight on, and he looks like this. And I'm my I don't have my binoculars on, so I can't really see um, whether you can see this in the camera. But his nose is flat, bro, like like flat. And if you go sideways like this, his nose. Like, my nose is kind of um, malleable, bro. Like, I got a malleable nose, bro. Like, my nose is, um... My nose is mad. Uh, it's still got cartilage in it, but the cartilage must be soft or some shit because I can push the tip of my nose, like, back into my face, bro. Touch the back of my neck with it almost. Sometimes when I blow my nose, it just goes straight back down my throat, you know? But, um... Yeah, that's what his face looked like, bro. And then I did some digging. I, I want to look what the fuck is up with Artie Lang's nose. By the way, if you don't know who Artie Lang is, he's a, he's a legendary comedian. Very, he's a very talented comedian from back in the like probably 80s, 70s maybe. He's had a lot of drug and alcohol problems. And, then, and that's what the reasoning was. Was There was an incident where they were lining up Coke on the table and I guess something broke, like maybe a pipe or a glass or something in the Coke. And they went, they picked all the glass out. So they thought, then he sniffed, bang, he sniffed some glass up his fucking nose and it just shredded his whole fucking face up, bro. So now his nose is fucked, bro. His nose, dead ass, looked like he got in the fight with uh, a frying pan, bro. His nose looked like, um, basically, it looked like full, It like, I don't mean to be... I don't mean I don't know how racist I should go on the Welcome to the Party podcast, but I'm cool with it if you are, bro. Um, he he looked like he had a little Asian nose, bro. And some and Asian noses are kind of cute, but his isn't cute. But his is like an ugly version of that, like that flat shit, like his shit. He looked like um the Incredible Hulk punched him right in the face, bro. You know. He looked like he rolled over in bed and, but he just, when he was a baby, when he had like that soft, soft face and shit, but he just refused to suffocate, you know? So he just was laying on his face and his nose is flat as a tack, bro. Bro, you know how sometimes you put blue tack on the back of a poster and put it up on the wall and you just, and the whole poster just looks flat, bro. But the blue tack's just like a little bit out. That's how far out his nose was from his face, bro. His his eyeballs, you know how your eyeballs is like uh, curvature? His eyeballs, the the furthest part out of his eyeball almost was as far out as his nose was. You Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And um, you'll probably see it on the uh, video episode of the Welcome to the Party podcast. But that was some wild shit, bro. Um... And uh, what we're going to do here is we're just going to, we're just going to move on to, uh, no, we won't move on yet because I was talking about my birthday before and I just want to tell you about some of my gifts. I got an on-air sign. Oh, uh, Clay, we don't see an on-air sign. Yeah. It's just, it's just, um, it's outside the door of the studio, bruh. It's outside the fucking door, bro. So that, so that. There's people that's not walking in while I'm on the... Because last week, last week on the um, midweek... Rach! Come come in. You got to... We're going to... Because this story I was about to tell involves Rach. And so you're going to... um, 
me and her are both going to tell this story for you fucking guys. Hello. Come in, come in, shut the door. Oh my goodness, I just got home. Yeah, well, oh. I was in the middle of telling a story that involves you, so... Oh, okay, you have my attention. Yeah, shut the door, maybe bring that chair over, I'll see if we can share this mic. Can I have a kiss? Yep. Hello. You're probably not going to really be on camera. Oh, we'll see if we good. can we'll see if we can share this mic. See if you can get like real close here. Okay. God, I didn't I wasn't prepared to get on yeah, no, camera. No, it's okay. You look you look good. <laughs> see if you can move in a bit so then <laughs> the people you. the people can see. Okay. Um, so I was telling the people I was telling the people about my uh, birthday. Yeah. And my gifts that I received. Oh goodness, yay. Did you did you feel spoiled? Well, I haven't quite told him what I got yet. So the first thing I got from you was the socks, but I talked about the socks last week because I got them a little bit early by accident. Second thing... I know. I was like, God damn it. They were addressed to you. Do people know about the socks? No, no. I told them last week. Okay. Um, then there was the... What was the next thing that I got? Um, <clears throat> we went out for dinner. I talked about dinner. I gave you a really cute card. And then inside the card, I had made um, an envelope with a piece of paper giving you the 360 line experience um, oh, from yeah. Minato Zoo. Yeah, so I'm going to Minato Zoo to see the lions from like inside like a big dome or some shit it sounds like, like a dome cage where where lions like jump on the cage and shit. It's going to be scary as fuck, but it's going to be so dope. Um, then you got me some some Tom Ford uh, cologne. Yes, which I love, Woodwood. And then... You got me, you you got me an on-air sign. Yes. Now we're going to tell people why, because, because through the magic, through the magic of editing, (laughs) Moneymaker Mitch was able to get my, my aggressive yelling at you out of the, the episode. Oh no. So you got it recorded. Yeah, no, no. He edited it out. Oh, he edited it. So, um, oh, can you go press the record on the, on the camera? The, um, just the, you know, the one with the red, the red, but the red circle, you have to probably press it twice. Don't, don't move anything. Just, yeah. And you have to, yeah. One more time. Yep. Good. So, um, so where was I? Um, you were about to say how. Angry, you got... Oh, yeah. So, me and, <laughs> me and housemate Dan are in here recording the episode. Um, Do you really and, have to say this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is why you got me the on-air sign. Yeah. Uh, me and housemate Dan are in here recording an episode. And Rachel, for some unknown reason, opens the door up as hard as she can. And the, the, the tripod and the camera were next to the door... Um, she knocked over the tripod with the camera on it. The camera's still working, clearly. Thank um, fuck. I and, was so worried. And I start yelling like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. I was so scared. Um, and uh, so now I've got an on-air sign, which is basic, basically is a keep out sign, isn't it? Yeah, because I feel like a dick and I didn't realise the camera was in front of the door. I knocked the whole thing off and therefore spoiled your ending. And I just felt like an app, like, you know, when a dog does something really, really naughty and it buries its head in something or has its tail between its legs. Yeah. And you guys should, you guys should definitely, um, 
Google or you look up on YouTube guilty dog compilation because it's mad funny. That's what I was like. Yeah, yeah, for bad. probably for probably like two hours maybe. I felt awful. I felt like such a dick. So then um this is a a bit of a sorry I did that won't do it again slash happy birthday to you. Yeah. Finale of the gifts. Yeah, so that was and that was my final gift and then I also got um. Uh, my mom got me some some chocolate and and a, and a new card game called Shit Happens, which is fun to play. Um, and housemate Dan got me a slab of beer, and Cloud got me some chocolates, or they maybe they maybe both got me both of those things. And then while I was on the on the pub crawl with the boys this weekend, they just bought me um lots of beers. There like you that. go, amazing. Yeah. And um, that wraps up your birthday presents, but. It just keeps going. I went to the grocery store and I've got us ingredients to make homemade pizzas tonight. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Well, um, I'll finish up this podcast. I've still got a little bit to go through, but yeah, do I'll, um, I'll catch you afterwards. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Hey, no worries. Oh, so cute. Yeah. All right, see ya. Bye. Get our on-air signs on, so <laughs> do not disturb. Okay. Um... So, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah, what we'll do is we'll go to Clash of Views. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clash of Views. Okay, so the only movie... Well, I've watched like one and a half movies, but I don't, I don't feel comfortable giving a score to a movie I haven't completed. So, I'll just give you the one movie that I did watch... Captain America Civil War. Um, now, one of the best probably in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As I've told you guys, I am going to complete the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, let me get this, this fucking other... This chair number two out of here. Hold on. Um, I am... Yeah, I'm going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is cool. Um, I am... I am for sure enjoying going through it again. And I, I didn't realize I actually haven't seen Captain America Civil War. And so I really enjoyed it, mostly because I hadn't seen it and also because it's one of the best Marvel movies. Um, and I don't want really, even though it's it's been out for a few years, I don't want to give nothing away. But, it you know, Marvel has a formula. They stick to it. And regardless of how many... They made like 22 movies in 11 years or some shit. But... Um, they're all as good as each other almost. So this one was 8.5 out of 10, which I really respected, really had fun with. And, um, yeah, man, that's, uh, and that's, that's, that's my only closure view. And now I moved over too far when Rach was in here and now I'm kind of stuck. Um, but the next thing that we're going to do here, uh, as always is poor posture of the week. Now I've done it again, guys, and it's so fucking unprofessional. But I uh, I forgot to open up the emails to get the poor posture, so um, just bear with me. Uh, do do do. Here we go. What do we got here? Um, you guys, bro. I've told you guys to stop sending in this bullshit, bro. This is mad, annoying, and boring. Um, <laughs> that's stupid. Um, 
Yeah, now this is now this is kind of this is poor posture for somebody. I'm not sure who yet, judging by the title of this email. Um, email comes in from um, Oh No name. You got no name and your email address is I don't know if this is real or fake, guys, but um, Japanese man dies in flight after eating 246 cocaine packets. Mexican prosecutors say a Japanese man who died aboard an airliner shortly after takeoff from Mexico City had ingested 246 packets of cocaine, bruh. And, you know, that might have just been a part of the uh, birthday weekend. I don't know. Uh, it may have or may have not been. And went into cardiac arrest from a drug overdose. Sunday's statement was issued by the Attorney General's Office for the Northern State of Sonora, where an autopsy was performed following an emergency. What's a cocaine packet, bro? Why am I... Why am I... Why am I just going over that, saying 246 cocaine packets? And what does that mean? What does that... What does that mean, bro? How big's a packet of cocaine? Is it like, are they putting cocaine in packets of sugar or some shit? Um, and I'm not sure if, if he knew that he was doing cocaine or not. So I'm just going to give everybody here poor posture. Like they all, like, it just seems, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if that's real or fake from the information I was given. Um, what do we got here? What? One US state is talking about composting human bodies to turn them into soil. I don't know if that's, um, poor posture because my... My idea on like dead bodies is I, I feel like it's almost a bit of a waste when we bury people in them boxes and just a lot of land gets taken up from it. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know, bro. Like I think it's, it is a bit of a waste and you may as well put your body to good use. You may as well get chopped up, donate your organs and the rest of you should get ground up into mincemeat and make sure it's just not, not near the butcher, bro. Cause otherwise people are going to really, uh, really be eating each other and shit, but we need to grind our bodies up and we probably need to compost them shits. Imagine how dope trees would start getting, bro. Imagine how intelligent trees would start getting, bro, with human beings feeding them. Bro, trees are already smart as shit, bro. You know trees can follow sound. You know all plants can follow sound, bro, and they, they choose to. You understand that? Um, That's science, bro, here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast because you always learn something, but... I think that for sure, instead of burying people in an expensive box, we just maybe bury them without a box, bro, and make sure that no dogs are around because otherwise there's going to be human bodies being dragged inside and shit. And that's disgusting, bro. It's been like kind of scary almost. Um, What else have we got? You guys sent in some bullshit this week, guys. Healthy dog euthanized in Virginia because owner wanted it buried with her. Now that's, that's cute, but, but what's wrong with you though? You know, that's cute, but what's wrong with you though, bro? 
Like, that dog could have just kept on living, bro. And I love dogs. And so now you're dead. You're going to kill a dog. You're killing dogs from the grave, bro. See, now this is why you shouldn't have been buried in a box. Because then you're, you want to be with your dog so bad. You should have just got buried in the yard, bro. Then your dog would have fucking dug you up. And you would have had no self-respect left. You would have been naked, naked, dead and half eaten, bro. You know? You don't just fucking kill dogs because you want to be buried with... Like, I understand. Hey, if I died right now and I had to just be in, like, the afterlife waiting for Trixie to die, I'd be sad, bruh, waiting. But you know what else? I love Trixie and I want her to just be living, bruh, on Earth. Hanging out with my mom and shit. And do you know how, mom, how sad mom would be if she had to... If in my will I said my dog needs to be euthanized to be with me in the dead... And then my mom just gets Trixie taken from her. Kind of. What kind of dog shit is that, bruh? Boom. I'm here all week. Um, and I can't remember because of the fucking, me fucking up the episode last week. I do still have this email of this, this dude that says someone broke into his home and cleaned the whole house and stole nothing. And his, he thinks that this person that did this may have been, um, an actual cleaner that got the wrong address. But I'm like, how dedicated is you to your job that you're going to break in just because someone's not home? And how do you get paid if you do so? And also, if you're a criminal and you're just breaking in clean and shit, what's your fucking dilly, bro? You know? And then they even folded the toilet paper. You know how like at hotels, they fold the, the end of the toilet paper? They folded this shit into a rose, bro. Like this was some intricate shit. But this dude got the clean of his life, bro, for free. But his house got broken into. So he probably should just change the locks regardless. Um, yeah, man. That's all because you guys keep sending in bullshit for poor posture of the week. But that's fine because uh, I didn't even really feel like being in a hateful mood. And it's not hateful, but people are idiots. And sometimes you got to call these cats out, bro. I give them a little bit of that shame. That good Seamus. That's that. What's Seamus? Is that Irish or is that Scottish? You know what? Let's just fucking Google it, bro. Because this is like, what is this? Like Joe Rogan? Fucking, um, uh, uh, pull it up real quick, Jamie. Seamus is a masculine given name in Scottish, Gaelic, and Scots. Seamus is Scottish then. So that's that shame game, bro. Um, yeah, man. Happy hump day. I hope you guys are fucking making that money. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, check out welcome to the potty.com. Check out the charities page. Money making Mitch updated all that shit. So I think all the charities are now on there. Um, I think we've donated over $700 now, uh, which doesn't sound like a lot, but uh, this is still, this is the most charitable podcast, bro. This is what we do. Uh, welcome to the potty. We, we try and make a difference, man. And, and there's one more thing that I want to do, man. And if you're a listener of Welcome to the Potty, um, you're the only people that can that can help with this because I'm not I'm not doing any social media or no shit because this isn't about trying to get props on social media or nothing. This is just about you know doing something for people, man. So if you know any single parents, dads or moms that's just single and being parents, bro, that's the definition of single parent single and being parents. So, um, 
and I don't mean someone that's fucking broke up with their baby mama and now they're with someone else. I mean like someone that's a fucking single parent that's grinding, bro, that needs a hand or could use a fucking smile on their face because they, you know, it's a, it's a hard time. You know, any single dads, single moms um, out there with a with a young kid that um, they're trying to support by themselves and they're doing all this work and shit. They don't get some time for themselves. Um, what what I'm going to do, uh, if you fucking find somebody that's actual fits the category and really deserves it and you guys need to um, you guys need to send in like a voice clip. Welcome to the potty at gmail.com or like. Or even like a video of yourself talking to uh, like, yeah, to the email or to Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Just get in the DMs, send us a video or a voice clip uh, where you are, where you tell us why this person, why why this single parent deserves a night out. Um, And what I'll do is uh, I'll pay for them to have a babysitter for a night and uh and i'll also put some some money towards a a dinner you know like a restaurant type of situation um so yeah man a night out for a single parent man whether it's a guy or a girl um and whether that means with with a whole bunch of friends or or just one friend or whatever um they can choose what they want to do, but um, I'll pay for a sitter and I'll pay for, uh, you know, I'll put some money towards the, the bill of dinner. Okay. So if you know anybody that, uh, deserves some shit like that, cause I don't want to, you know, I've been thinking, man, we, we did all this charity shit and money making Mitch sends through the fucking email, the, uh, website to me today. And I had a quick look at it and I'm like, okay, dope. Like, that's cool. We've donated, you know, a little bit to charity here. Um, but I don't really see what's happening with that money. Do you know what I mean? Like that money's just sort of, you know, I've sent it to a good place and they know what to do with it. But I'd like to actually also, you know, not just be helping like people with depression and cancer and shit, but like people, people that's grinding bro so hard. And I think, you know, I had, I had, um, I guess two single parents, you know, my dad didn't run off on me or anything. My parents, I was a child of divorce and they both sort of didn't really have any money. And it was probably easy when they were together to look after me and then they broke up and it was harder. And I, I, I just watched them both just like grinding and kind of struggling and I identify with that shit. And I think I respect both my parents so much for watching them, what they did and how they helped me and how they, how I grew up. Uh, and I would like to, I would like to help somebody be able to just have a break, man. Somebody that's fucking grinding and not, they don't get a break. They work all day. Then they come home and they be parents, man. And I, I just one, I just want to help them have a, have one night to themselves, man. So if I can do that, uh, if you've got, yeah, if you've got somebody in mind that you think, um, and I don't want to just be fucking funding somebody's night out, bro. So I, I want it to be someone that's really deserving. So don't be a fucking asshole because I'm not going to just be throwing money at cunt, uh, cats that uh, that don't deserve it, man. So tell me through video or audio. No, through video. Until we uh, till we open up the phone number. Uh, till we open that up. Um, yeah, till we open that up. I want 
video messages only through Instagram and Twitter DMs. Uh, so you guys go ahead or, or, or the email, you go ahead and do a video and I don't care where you are, whether you, you, you don't have to be in Adelaide either. And the person doesn't have to be in Adelaide. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll get it sorted out regardless of where these people are. Could be the U S or whatever. It could be fucking, uh, it could be Mozambique, bruh. I think there's a couple babysitters in Mozambique right now that's looking for some work. You guys, wherever you're at, um, you send me that shit and we'll we'll organize that shit. And that's a promise, bruh. So don't um don't hesitate. I'm looking I'm looking to just fucking do that for some people, man. Um every now and then. It's not all the time, but I you know, I said it on this episode. So I'll be I'm happy to do do one ASAP, bruh. Like this weekend. Um, if you guys get to me quick enough. So maybe probably the weekend after though, because uh I might not have enough time to organize it if you guys you know, uh, don't get, don't get back quick enough, but that's just what I'm saying is this is the most charitable podcast and I don't want to just be lazy and organizing, um, you know, a couple donations to charity here and there. I want to be fucking, I want to be doing this shit, bro. And telling you, uh, telling the people, you know, I want to meet these people. Uh, if I, you know, if there's, if they're interstate, I want to keep in touch with them and then eventually meet them and, and, uh, you know, I want to, I want to be able to see the people that I'm helping from time to time instead of, uh, instead of it just being like, you know, here's some, here's some money to this organization, buy, buy money. And hopefully that, hopefully that's not spent on admin fees. Hopefully that's spent on actually helping somebody. I want to actually help somebody and I want to watch it fucking happen, bruh. So if you guys want to help me do that, um, that would be dope. I'll, you you tell friends to tell friends about the Welcome to the Party podcast. People get help directly, bruh. Single parents, man. Um, and that's what we're going to do, bruh. So um, I love you guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, I want you guys to also... I'm sorry for asking so much for you guys, but I'm trying to make a difference, bro. And I want you guys to send me an email or a tweet or a fucking Instagram comment or DM or whatever. Just tell me how you made a difference, man. Just tell me how you made a difference. That's all I want to know. And I, I might read them out and I might not. I just want to know, bro. I just want to know who's making some fucking differences out there. Fucking people out there need need a hand sometimes, bro. Let's extend our let's extend our collective hands, bro. This is the welcome to the party, man. You can find us on everything. You know? Uh, I love you guys, bro. Happy hump day. This is welcome to the party. And as always, bum bum. Baby, you're gone too Baby, you're gone too